What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? My love, mi amor. Super excited about the guest we have today. Good friend of both of ours. Um, John Huertas, actor, now director. You know him from Castle. Of course, this is us. Um, This is going to be a lot of fun to hear all about uh, John's experience in this business and life. So let's bring him in. John Huertas, how are you? Hola. Hola. How are you guys? Good, good. looking good. good, sir. I know. Well, thank you. I love the the whole thing. Listen, man, thank you so much for being on with us on the show. We are so excited to chat with you. Obviously, um, you know, I've known you for a little while now. You've known Rosalind forever. Um, and even us knowing you like we do, I'm looking at this information about you, and I had no idea that you were in the Air Force for eight years as an aircraft nuclear conventional weapons specialist. Am I saying that correctly? Yes. Yes, sort of. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who wrote that in there. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> it sounds super big and important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was uh, definitely one aspect of uh, the job um, was uh, dealing with nuclear and conventional weapons as well as uh, small arms and uh, working in different units and, and uh over eight over an eight year period, uh, when you're in the, when you're in the military, you end up like doing like usually uh, a bunch of different jobs as you get rank and become like a non commissioned officer, and you know you're not, now you're in charge of people. And now you get to segue into another uh, kind of specialty. It's 
it's a, uh, it's just part of the military kind of um, community. How how you kind of like move up, you move sideways, um, stuff like that. And if, were you always situated in the United States, or did you have to go overseas? I had to go overseas. Uh, I was always stationed. Like my my duty stations were always stateside, so I never got like state say stationed in Germany, but. I went to what's called TDY. Air Force has this thing called TDY, which is a short uh, acronym for temporary duty. And you would get uh, sent overseas for either special duty assignments, uh, TDY, or also just getting deployed for Desert Storm and Operation Just Cause. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, John, I mean, look, you've had an incredibly successful acting career. You've transitioned into directing. You, at a young age, you were in acting school, I guess, by 10 years old, right? You were already, and you already knew that's what you, you had a, idea i guess my understanding is that you had a passion for acting what made you join the military was it family was it something that you what drove well, that change in the path i mean i wasn't really in acting school i was in a catholic school and the nuns forced me to become an actor oh really uh, yeah i used to get it was like second grade so six years old i used to get in trouble a lot uh usually it had to do with looking up girls skirts and things like that um <laughs> So I had a lot of energy and I didn't, I think they wanted to figure out a place for me to put it. And so they uh, forced me into the school Christmas show, um, which was my first um, kind of taste of like performing in front of anybody. And I thought it was punishment. So I was hating it the whole time. And then when I actually performed, that's when I uh, knew like, oh man, I, I, I like, I like this. I like affecting people emotionally this way. So um, it was my goal from that point on to be uh, an actor, hopefully. Uh, but everybody has their kind of path, right? Like, you know, some people are in a performing arts school and then they end up in undergrad and they end up in a master's program, at like to school, of the arts or whatever. And, and that wasn't my path. I didn't come from money. I came from, you know, I don't like to use the word, uh, the term broken home, but that's what they called it back in the seventies and eighties. Uh, I came from a, uh, not so traditional home, I guess. And so, um, like, you know, the idea of going to college on uh, my parents' time was never going to happen. I didn't have like the grade point average to get me a full ride scholarship. So I had to, you know, once I, I went to school for on a partial scholarship for football uh, and I unfortunately uh, I didn't get kicked out of college, but they asked me not to come back for my sophomore year. And I didn't know how I was going to pay for school because I wanted to get that theater degree that I was told I needed to get to be a professional actor. So I went into the Air Force because they were offering 75% uh, uh, tuition for any state college or university as long as you maintain a B plus average. Um, and I thought, well, I can do that. And I've always wanted to actually serve my country anyway because so many men in my family had done so before me. And I was a huge fan of, you know, just kind of military stuff. I used to put little models together, whether they be planes or dioramas that were, um, you know, Jeeps and things like that. So I was always into that kind of thing. So I thought, well, here's a way to knock out both. I'm going to get my you know, degree in theater and I'm going to uh, have a rite of passage and, and serve my country. And, and um, here I am. That's incredible. That's amazing. I appreciate your service amazing for sure. Story. I have a lot of uh, service members in my family as well. And it's always something I, I truly, truly appreciate um, without question. And I just love how- Word. A word. I love mm -hmm. how everybody's journey can be so different in this business. And we've, we've, yeah, I love that too. It's yeah. really cool. There's no linear way in this business to succeed by any means. I mean, it is <laughs> anybody can tell you whatever they want. You can get a degree here. You could go to school here. None of it matters. It's about how you find in your own path and uh, loving what you do and 
I think listening and absorbing and trying to be the best you can be. And then a lot of luck and timing. Yeah. Know? I remember getting out here and uh, starting to audition and, uh, you know, the feedback I'd get, I'd get some gigs of course, but then some of the feedback was like, Oh, he's so green. He should be in an acting class. And I was like, what are you talking about? I just served eight years in the military. Like it took me six, six years to finish three years of college because I could be deployed to get a theater degree. I think I don't have to go to acting class. And then I went to one and was like, oh, shit. like they're doing something that I don't know how to do. I yeah. got to figure this out. So, you know, part of me was like, I didn't have to go into military. I could have just came out here at 17 and, and uh, you know, got into a great class or something and learned. But, but I think what, you know, the military gave me and college gave me college. First of all, um, the confidence, cause you know, you have to audition, they teach you how to audition for all the you know, plays and stuff mm-hmm. that, that school's doing. So, you know, the confidence to be able to go into an audition, the confidence to think you have the talent. If you ever book one of those roles, the audition for like, Oh, sh- I got it. Like, I, I think I can, you know, I can compete. Right. And then, uh, military gave me initiative and discipline. So I never quit. Uh, and I and I had to figure out how to do it because I didn't know anybody here, and that was the initiative. Is that how we met, John? That that's how we met, right? Through acting class, I believe. We met in acting class. Yes, we met in acting class, and there was a uh, we we met. In, I think it was Ivana's, right? I think it was Ivana Chubik. Correct. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But, but we had crossed paths because you uh, took a job from me, actually. What do you mean? Back in the day, was that when you were so doing drag? That's when I was doing drag. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, there was a movie. There was an action movie. I can't remember. I think it was was it De Niro that there was a character that I remember walking. I just remember walking past you, and I was like, "Oh, she looks Puerto Rican." Um, <laughs> but I had no idea you were going into audition for the same role that I just auditioned. For. Oh my goodness! It was like a final callback to this movie. I think it was about like knife fighting or something. It was an action movie in the '90s or early 2000s. Basic? Base. Yeah, I think it was basic. John Travolta? Yeah. Not the yes, era. It was Travolta it. and Samuel L. Jackson and Connie That's Nielsen. Right. Basic. Yeah. So yes. Nunez. So you were the, you yes. were reading for the same role? Because they're not yes. the, Rangers are are male. They're, they're, there's no female Rangers. So they were just reading non gender yeah, specific. John McTiernan then changed the role to female. Um, because I yeah, John, because John, you coming from the military? <laughs> I guess I wasn't. In class. Yeah. You coming from a military? The military background allowed her to take oh, the I, least military. <laughs> I thought I was the ringer. I was like, oh, it's my job already. Why am I? Even- <laughs> and they made it I female walk- because of me. <laughs> I know. I walked past her. I'm like, oh, she must be Puerto Rican. She's kind of cute. And then suddenly. <laughs> That's unbelievable. You stole a <laughs> military role from a yeah. military man? Can I tell you something crazy? Yeah. This is how my life is written. Yesterday, yesterday, I have a person say to me, oh my God, I just saw a movie that you play like this. It's like a war movie. You play like this ranger. I didn't even recognize you until halfway through. And I was like, what movie? Basic? So yesterday, somebody talked to me about the movie and here we are talking about the same movie. Isn't that crazy? That oh my God. That is too yeah. funny. Oh my yeah. God. So, John- and you're half Puerto Rican and half white yes daddy's puerto rican yes Um, and i'm afro-latino so i'm very proud to be afro-latino afro-latino so what does culture and puerto rico mean to you do you go to puerto rico often as often as i can yeah um my uncle he lives in hayuja Uh that's where my family's from um you know uh, in i don't know you, you know the island better than i do obviously but um 
you know, it's it's where a lot of coffee plantations are, mm-hmm. and also where there's a lot of uh, Taino artifacts. And so my background is uh, African and Taino mostly. Wow. Um, and my grandmother um, was very proud of that. And and I grew up with my grandmother uh, in New York till I was thirteen, and, uh, and then she died, and I had to work with my other grandparents. But um, she was very proud of the fact that uh, she she denounced colonization. Uh, uh, yeah, colonialism, yeah. Colonialism, mm-hmm. colonism. What the fuck is that? That's Colin Farrellism. <laughs> um, colonialism. He denounced colonialism, and uh, you know, you know, instilled in me to be proud of the indigenous and uh, African heritage. Taught me that uh, we come from the Maroon people. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if a lot of people don't even know what that is. I bring it up a lot of times to even uh, other Afro Latinos, other Puerto Ricans, and the Maroon, the Maroon people were. Uh, it comes from the Spanish word cimarron, uh, and it was basically uh, es- escaped uh, indigenous people and Africans. That's what they would they would call them maroons, <laughs> or they're actually they would call them cimarrones, and the people ended up calling themselves maroons. So I, I actually roast my own coffee, and it's called maroon coffee. Really? Oh, uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I need to get some of that. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'll bring it next time. Um, but my uncle, you know, when, when I go and visit, we go to uh, all the coffee you know, plantations around and we drink coffee and hang out and talk. Yeah, bueno. Yeah, bueno. I love some Puerto yeah. Rican coffee. I made her take me around the island just for that. We went to Yauco mm-hmm. and we did the coffee yeah. plantation out, uh, plantations out there and, and then learned something very interesting from the mayor that I love this basic coffee in Puerto Rico called Yaucono. It's like the grocery, it's oh, like yeah. Folgers, right? In the grocery store. Yeah. I love it. And uh, I think we talked about this before the podcast, but they, he informed me that I was like, oh my God, Yaucono, I love this. It's from Yauco. And he was like, oh, no, 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 this is not from Yauco. This is from Ponce. He said, they wanted to compete with us. This supposedly is the rumor. And they forced them to call it Yauco, no. So it's not yeah, from Yauco. Yauco, no. Yauco, mm-hmm. And no. that's how it got its name, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. And now it's the biggest thing in yeah. Puerto Rico. I'll tell you, the, the best coffee I've tasted is uh, Draco Rosa has coffee no, you told me about that yeah, yeah, yeah we have never we have never tried it isn't amazing and he does the same thing and his hacienda he does he plans the whole yeah. thing yeah yeah i think it's so delicious really? um, I, yeah so some when we go we like ride horses around uh, his property and yeah you know he's got he's got coffee plants everywhere because you know he he was in a natural kind of healing and natural foods because yeah. of his uh, cancer. cancer yeah and so all the food and all the like the beads and everything they're just on his property you just can pick it as you're Walking or, or yeah. I want to take you to his whatever. to his hacienda yeah, next time I would we go. Love that. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, his mom made me coffee. It was so good. <laughs> in your in your journey um, through the business, was Castle like your first big? Would you call it like your biggest sort of break or or no? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if I ever had a big break. It's like kind of always been that gradual kind of thing. I think the the first my first series regular role was on Sabrina Teenage Witch. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and like 90, stuff like that. But I had also done Undressed, which was a, a I big did show undressed. back then. MTV yeah. Undressed? I did an episode. Yeah. I think everybody I know did an episode. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Pedro Pascal uh, was it like in the same season I was, the first season. Really? I was in the first 10 episodes, and I played the first gay character in the show. Pedro played another gay character in the show. I got nominated for Glad Award, and that's kind of when oh, wow. I was like, oh, sh-. like there's like, I'm. I can do this. Yeah. I'd only mm-hmm. been in, I'd only been in town for like four years. Uh, and then I did Moesha. 
I did. No, I did the Parkers. I did the spinoff of Moesha. <laughs> yeah. We have yeah. a similar journey here, John. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, I was like a recurring character on Moesha, and then I, I think they wanted to make me a regular season two, but then Sabrina was, I thought, oh, ABC way better than UPN. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And so I got out of that, and, and they were going to add a new character. And this happened to me again, by the way. They were going to add a new character to West Wing. Uh, and so they said they, I, they wouldn't test me in second position, Phil. We got out of, out of Sabrina, and then I waited around for three weeks. They never tested me. And then when we finally were like, hey, what's going on with this? They were like, oh, they changed the character to female. Again. Did she wow. get this one? No. <laughs> no. But it wasn't her. It wasn't her. But they, they had been looking for a young Benjamin Bratt type. And, uh, uh, and then, yeah, so they changed the character to female and uh, uh, did not test me. So then I didn't have a yeah. job. But then I went through this phase. I was like, I'm, I was 30. I think I was 31 at the time. And I was playing 17 on Sabrina. So I was like, you know what? No more teenagers. No more sitcoms. Maybe that's why I didn't get the basic job because they didn't take me seriously. They didn't mm. think I was a man. They thought I was a teenager. They thought I wasn't. Just they thought I was just funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I decided no math. I'm gonna like play men only. And then like you know, 18 months go by. I'm thinking about going back in the Air Force and asking like, is Saved by the Bell adding a character to this? Mother? Can I please play a teenager yeah. or do some kind of comedy? Because people just didn't. They didn't see me as a drama guy. And then I did um another comedy joe schmo and then it was uh, generation kill with david simon show for hbo yeah yeah uh, it was the like kind of first like dramatic role that i think and then it was like and that was 2007 and then after that it just uh i, I was gone for a year shooting that and shot in africa and then um came back and then castle started and uh i mean look you had an incredible that was eight seasons right on castle eight seasons on castle yeah eight seasons on castle and then you go to this is us. this is a smash smash hit but let me i want to i want to clear the air on something with castle i want to know if it's true obviously i work on the rookie with your old co-star nathan fillion i'm sorry who's who's that i'm sorry who's that I, I know. He's this, he's this young actor who's trying to make it still. But he still climbing the ladder. He's still climbing the ladder. <laughs> he has, you know, when we're filming, and I don't know, a lot of people, you know, always wonder what it's like on set. And you know, you camera comes on you, you do your lines, and you know, sometimes people, you know, get a little more nervous when it's on them. They might forget lines that they've been nailing off camera. And sometimes you can just boom, you rock it on camera. And Nathan jokes that sometimes this happened to, to us. Like we deliver on camera, and then all of a sudden you're not on camera. It's their coverage. And you're like, oh, I don't remember my line exactly. And you're just like swimming, trying to remember to keep that person going, right? Nathan always has a joke that, oh, John on set would just be like, so listen, we're going to go and I say something like this. <laughs> now it's your turn. Is that true? <laughs> uh, Is he making this up? No, he's not. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like to keep, keep it fresh, you know what I mean? So... so I like, and this is, I like, you know, doing this as a director too, but I like having, getting like genuine, genuine reactions from uh, my scene partners. And so, you know, there's something about when the audience can see a twinkle in someone's eye that makes them want to see, watch that character on a weekly basis, in my opinion. Uh, And sometimes, you know, on a procedural, especially the stories get a little silly. uh, And you know, as an actor, you, you can you can throw your hands up and go, oh, mm-hmm. "What? What are we doing?" Uh, but if it's if you're having a great time, if you're having fun, and you have that twinkle in your eye, the audience sees that, and they don't see the 
the fact that you're you're fucking bored with the script or whatever it is. Yeah. Or you're messing with the coaster, having fun, or you're joking, or whatever the case is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I would do that because you know, first of, and also because we are doing like you know, after however many seasons, we are doing like mm-hmm. maybe a pretty silly storyline. So to keep myself uh, kind of interested and to have fun myself, to kind of you know, mix it up a little bit when yeah. I'm off camera and make Nathan laugh and make him have that twinkle in his eye. That's what the camera captures, and that's why people tune I in. I love it. I love we it. Get yeah. it's, uh, it we get We joke about it. I mean, and, and it's true. You do this a lot with your directing because I've now worked with you multiple times, and it's 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 fantastic. You do a, a great job directing, by the way. I mean, I, you don't need me to tell you that, but you're one of our favorite directors oh, thanks, that we've man. had on the show, and not just because of your friendship with Nathan, but because we actually all really like you, and we think you, you fit in so well with our group um, just as a human. Nathan and I aren't friends, by the way. We're not friends. I, I know. I figured it was a rumor going around. <laughs> um, but you do. You fit in so well with us as a group and uh, very knowledgeable. I, oh, thanks, as a director, man. so I good. Love, He's a true actor's director. Like you really root for the actor. You root for who's out there. And you do have that way of getting uh, great performances out of people. I think with that savviness, like you just said, keeping it fresh, helping people think on their feet and not getting set and stuck in um, sometimes procedural dialogue or sometimes dialogue that just you know, just is what it is on the page at times. You find a way to amplify it. So it right. definitely goes noticed for sure. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When did it start, um, John, the initiative to transition and be like, you know what, I think I can direct. I'm good at this. Man, I kind of always wanted to be, uh, well, I started in, in high school. They offered a cinematography class in my high school. So I took it. And I kind of, me and my friends would make movies, um, little stupid movies that were usually, you know, uh, war movies. Um, and I really liked that. I liked the creative aspect of putting that together and working with these friends and collaborating and, and being a part of, you know, this, the planting the seed and then watching it grow and then even pruning it. Mm-hmm. That's the editing process. Um, and then, you know, when I got into, when I got to LA, there were a lot of things I, I did. A, I had a musical theater background. So singing, acting, dancing, all that stuff. And then a little bit of directing. And when you're brand new here, you you kind of pick up a handful of rocks and you throw it at the wall and you see what, what hits. Right. And that's what you're going to do. Um, and you're, but you're doing, you're, you're always picking up a handful of rocks. And I decided I had to, uh, just re- get really good at throwing one rock and hit the target every time. And I decided acting was going to be that. Um, so I put everything else to bed, the singing, the dancing, the directing, whatever. Um, and then when I went off to do, uh, a job, the director showed up and it was a big job. It was like an $80 million project. And the director showed up. Uh, several times early on and would, would say to the DP, uh, so what are we going to shoot today? And DP would just like be pulling his hand and almost quit. Uh, and cause it's destructive unprepared. And I thought if that person can do it, if that person can get a job directing something this big, this important, then I can do it. I should, maybe I can get back to that. Now that I've, at least, you know, started, you know, paying into my pension and at SAG AFTRA. And, you know, I, I, I will have some hopefully longevity if I always wanted to fall back on acting. Like that, that, that acting became my side hustle of trying to just get behind the camera. Um, uh, and then I just, you know, I didn't go to film school and didn't have time to go to film school because I was acting. So I, my film school was in between setups and uh, I wouldn't hang out in my trailer. I wouldn't hang out in my chair. I would hang out with the, the whole, you know, camera crew. I'd be on the dolly 
I would, uh, you know, just watch and learn. I wouldn't, you know, instead of going back to my trailer, I'd stay behind the monitor and shadow a director. I would shadow the entire camera department. Just, you know, I just want to see what, what does the first AC do? Who's the key grip? I'm going to follow him around today. Who's the gaffer? I'm going to follow him around. Like I would, I wanted to know everyone's job. I feel like if you're the director, you should know everyone's job. I always wondered if the conductor of an orchestra knows how to play every instrument. It's interesting. Yeah. Because I think they should, right? I mean, how you, how you mm-hmm. gonna tell me what to do with these right here if you don't know how to blow this horn? Uh, so I wanted to, you know, know. Uh, I don't, might not be a very good focus okay. puller, but I know what they do and how to do it. I might suck, but at least now as a director, when I talk to that guy about, hey man, uh, when when Tim says this, rack to you know uh, Melissa or something, you know what I mean? And he knows what I'm talking about. He and I know his. He, like I understand like what he needs to be able to do that from me and from the cast or whatever. So I kind of, mm-hmm. I think I can kind of conduct that. Right. So um, that's, then that was probably, I started really taking it serious back in like okay. 2008. I know you're directing the season finale, right. Of what's the name. I apologize with uh, Milo, company. which is a, yeah, a good, a dear friend of yours as well. Company yeah. You the keep. company you keep. The company you um, keep. How was that experience directing that? That's yeah. a responsibility. They're giving you the season finale. Yeah, that was. I was pretty, uh, it was nervous. I was nervous. It was pretty nerve wracking. Um, uh, because, you know, it's first year show. Uh, they only have 10 episodes. They're really trying to stick the landing. And on, not, on, on, you know, a season that they weren't able to tell as much story as I think they would have loved to be mm-hmm. able to. But they still want to try to get everything in this finale. Um, it was, but it was a great experience because, um, you know, it's such a great crew uh, and great, you know, great people all around. I mean, from Milo, Milo's probably one of the best dudes uh, that I know. Um, and his company and all the producers and all the writers like, really came together and we tried to um, deliver a really cool episode with a lot of action. It's big. It's a big episode. We spent a lot of time in San Pedro uh, on docks and, you know, in, in, under, under bridges. It's crazy. Um, but it was, um, you know, it was very humbling really, um, to be asked to do the season finale of that show. And also like, it made me, if I have any doubts about whether or not I should be directing, I think for them to ask me after doing, uh, other episodes of the show, I feel like that I, I've, it gives me like the confidence boost that an insecure motherfucker like me needs sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that it, it was it was good, but it was it's great. I mean, it's such a great cast too, with uh, you know William Fitner, Polly Draper, Sarah Wayne Callies. We had Tony Shalhoub in the season finale. Um, Jeff Stoltz. It's, it's a great. That's cast, awesome. Cast. Do you want to continue yeah. doing episodic TV, or do you see yourself aiming for like features at some point? Um, I, if I do features, I want to start out definitely in the independent game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an independent feature I've been hired to direct. Um, called Rock Bottom Express uh, that we're in the early stages of right now. I think okay. we're trying to get the script as tight as possible. Um, uh, I'd like to do that. I, I like the idea of doing a self-contained story like that. Mm-hmm. I like, I mean, I like directing episodic because it's just, it's like coming home. I've spent like, you know, 15 years basically in front of uh, episodic cameras. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, a big part of my life so i love just the, the world it's like you know when i come to you know uh the rookie it's you know 
it feels so much like you know castle in a way because it is that procedural that the and the cast is so diverse and it's um everybody's great it's great everybody's so welcoming you don't always get that when you go into a movie set because it's all everybody's brand new mm-hmm. everybody everybody's just getting to know each other it's nice to come into a family it's almost like getting adopted for yeah. you know eight days that's awesome that's awesome I'm well so we know you're gonna you be back on. well we had we have to get our pickup but i'm sure once we get our pickup we will be seeing you yes. in season six without question hopefully i can guest star so you can direct me john that'll be amazing full circle starting an acting or, class together and now you're directing me <laughs> or i can come back as the character i played in season two and then you can come direct <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, I shadowed Michael Goy on, on Rookie Feds. On Rookie Feds, and I loved it. You know, it was it, it was it was intense. And I'm directing my first feature this summer, so I'm I'm trying to, oh, baby. Cool. I'm trying. <laughs> You're doing it. Where are you where are you going to shoot the feature? What do you think? PR. Puerto Rico. <laughs> of course. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. That's my that's my safe zone. You know, that's where I'm comfortable. Then after the second one is not gonna be there, but the first one it's gonna be there for sure. You know, I I love it. I love it. I feel comfortable. I feel home. I know the crew very well. You know, it's yeah. a Puerto Rican story, so it it needs it needs to be in the island. I probably know that I mean there's not a lot of crew. There's like two and a half crews there, right? I know all those people too. Yeah, you know them all. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. So I, I basically want to take my entire Fantasy Island crew and 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 employ them one more time and and do this little feature that is a love letter to Puerto Rico. So it's a comedy. It's fun, easy, effective. Good. It should be fun. You know, one of the things I don't that, that I I don't like about things that are filmed in Puerto Rico is they're never they're never about Puerto Rico. They always double Puerto Rico for I something know. else. This is the first one ever that is Puerto Rico for Puerto Rico with local talent. Nice. Yeah, I wrote a movie called, uh, well, I co-wrote it. It used to be, it was another, it was a script that took place in uh, Mexico, and it was called Santeria. I was like, what the f***, what is that about? Okay. So I rewrote it so it would take place in Puerto Rico and got hired to direct it, but they never got the financing. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. But well, it, one day. It, 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 I'd love to get that movie made one day. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's, that's like the next thing after this this next feature is the next is to go back to that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we love having you, John. Yeah, thanks so, for hanging I'm with so us today. Proud of you. It makes my heart smile to see how well you're doing uh, and you're accomplishing dreams and you're doing fantastic. It's awesome. Oh man, it's so good to be here with you guys. <laughs> when uh when you guys reached out, I was like, I, what? They don't. I didn't even know you had a podcast. <laughs> Nobody ever. I would have been listening for like the whole time. I love podcasts. Yeah, this one is fun. You have a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> now we appreciate you man you're rocking and we will see you soon for sure and we'll figure out the dinner we've been talking about so we can hang let's do it yes. let's do a double date yeah yeah, yeah okay all right, brother, thank you so much Cuídate. all right guys bye bye see you later mr john huertas this is so cool eric i've known him for so long now he's directing you you came home the first time he directed you saying you know what john huertas you know him what a cool dude and he was just so good at at his job and you like him. I like him a lot. And I yeah. think incredibly talented. And I just love, um, I love hearing about people's journeys. You yeah. know, again, like I said in the, earlier, there's just no linear path in this business. And a lot of our listeners always ask about that. So um, great having him here. He yes. continues to rock. We will see him more on The Rookie um, directing us then. And uh, until next time. Until next time. I love you. I love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Iset Ella Dijo or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. 
He said, ella dijo, is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.